Welcome to the Engage for War podcast. We are so excited that you're joining us today. Hey, we exist to encourage you to engage Jesus in every area of your life and experience the more that he came to offer you. As life and leadership coaches, we'd love to just come alongside you to be an encouragement to you and to point you to who it is that God is calling you to become. And so my name is Pam Pegram, and today I'm hanging out with my friends. Hi, I'm Gwen Neal. And I'm Kim Ball. Yay, y'all, we are entering spring, right? We're officially in spring. Yes, Yes. for sure. Experiencing some sunshine and some weather, and good weather. And so summer is just around the corner. And so you might be thinking about building some muscle, Mm -hmm. getting in shape, right? All those things the world tells us is important. That's right. You need to look good in a swimsuit, (laughs) the world says, right? But we want to talk to you about something that may be even more important. Right. For sure. For sure. (laughs) So um, we got to get you to change how you think about things, right? Instead of thinking the most important thing is how we're going to look this summer in our swimsuit. More important than that is our faith. Yes. And instead of building muscle, what if we were to build our faith? There's nothing wrong with building muscle. There's nothing wrong with being healthy. We encourage you to do that. Take good care of that temple, right? But shouldn't it be even more important? to focus on faith-building activities. Like, how do we build our faith? Yeah. 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 I think that similarly, like, that you just, that's kind of almost an analogy because building muscle is the same as building faith. They both require active participation. Right. And building your faith does too. Yes. You you can't just be a standby and, and have, you know, just on the sidelines and your faith be built. You have to actively participate. It's like going to the gym. You mm-hmm. have to actively participate in things like reading the Bible. Yeah, like if you only if you only lifted weights on Sunday, right? You're not going to get very far, right? Right. So if you only go to you know only open your Bible at church, that's right. right. Or even just look at the Bible on your phone, right? Yeah. How many of us are guilty of that instead of opening the book, mm-hmm. yes. flipping the pages, right? Yes, exactly. And in order to build muscles, you have to lift heavier weights you yes. can't stay at the eight pound with the eight pound dumbbells or kettlebells Absolutely. you got to progress up to 10 Ooh, pounds, so 12 good. pounds yes. and then there are moments let's say you you do your weightlifting on monday you've got to give tuesday a break for maybe those arm muscles because what are they doing they're being stretched they're tearing down, then they come back stronger. So on Wednesday, you can lift more. Mm-hmm. Going to be a little bit sore, but you're getting stronger. Those muscles are getting stronger every single time. It's the same way with our faith building exercises. Mm-hmm. God takes us through a little, a mini, M-I-N-I, um, experience of tests and trials and tribulations. And we come through that. Yeah. And we're like, oh my goodness, God did that for me? And so when the next level of exercises come along that will try your faith, you've already got some muscles underneath you. And it's through this constant um, circle, if you will, of experiences where you have to rely on him. Mm -hmm. You have to trust in him. You can't see a way out or see the answer. You just have to take the next step. 
That's right. Lift the next weight of faith to continue to get stronger in your trust and belief in him. But what's so cool about that, too, I love that analogy so much. But what's so cool is that when we're building our muscle, we're doing it. I mean, we're actually the one picking up the weight, all that kind of stuff. But in a relationship with the Lord, he's the one doing it. We don't have to do the work. We have to surrender, yeah. right? We have to give him more of us. So it's really, instead of a physical, you're wearing me out, Lord, it's more of a more releasing mm-hmm. more and more and more to him. I think every time we go through a hard trial, we're like, well, I can't do this either. Yeah. Lord, I need you. I need right. you to help me with this. And so it's, it's going from being independent you know, fully relying on myself to being totally dependent right. on the Lord. And and so we'll go from, you know, A to Z and doing that. You know, how can I grow to know him more? How can I give him more of me so that I can experience more of him? How do I rely more and more on him for everything? Recognizing that this breath I'm taking mm-hmm. is only by the grace of God Yeah, that I am taking this breath. These right. words I'm speaking it's only by the grace of God yeah. that my mouth works, that my voice comes out of my throat, right? Like mm-hmm. everything that you hearing this is by the grace of God. That's right. Like yeah. God brought you right here, right now, right this minute to hear the words that we are saying. Yeah. And so let's just say, God, what do you have for us That's right, right now? What is it? What do you want us to say? What do you want our listener to hear? Lord, what is it that you have come to do in, in this very moment. Mm-hmm. And I like that you bring it up because this is a step by step walk. It's not that he gives you light for the next six months. Right. <laughs> he may show you the end of the six months, but you've got to start with step one right now. Right. He's in your right now moments, guiding you, wanting to show you what's next. And you can't get to step two until you complete step one. Whatever that may be, he may want you to start a new business. Well, you just can't go out and start it. Right. And think you're going to have clients coming in. What's step one in doing that new business? First saying, yes, Lord. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And that's a miracle within itself because there's so many things that keep us from taking the initial leap of faith. Mm -hmm. And nine times out of 10 is fear. Yes. Yeah. Based on I don't feel adequate enough. I'm not smart enough. I, nobody else in my family has ever done this. I don't have the necessary skill sets or the connections or the finances. That's right. So if God has told you to write a book, mm-hmm. then then what's the first step? Right. Um. I, I've been reading. Um. Can't think of his name right now, but he was quoting another author that said, "Just write two crappy pages a day." <laughs> No, no, don't worry about um, grammatical errors. Don't worry about mechanics. Just write out two crappy pages a day. Well, if that's your calling, just give God two pages a day. Right. You know, at the end of the week. Just be obedient. And I think that's that's the step of faith is just being obedient to what God's called you to, even if you don't know exactly what it is yet. Yes. Yes. Just walk forward obedience Mm -hmm. is a huge 
um, act of faith. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes, and being obedient to his word. And, you know, there are so many, you know, times like when I before when I thought I was being obedient to God's word, but I really didn't know what all his word said. Right. Mm -hmm. And so so I think, okay, I am being obedient. But then when you start studying, you're like, oh, I'm really not. Yeah, I'm really not being obedient Mm -hmm. because, oh, I just read about this and I'm not doing that. Or I read about, you know, so maybe you're not tithing. And then you start reading God's word and he's talking about tithing or maybe Mm -hmm. um, maybe. What what are some other things? Maybe you're very prideful, you right. know, like I deserve this and I am a powerful woman and I this and I that. And, and so you're filled with pride and you're like, oh, man, God hates pride. Yes. Yikes. I'm supposed to be humble. I'm not supposed to be out here yeah. <laughs> saying I, I'm running the world. Right. You know? And so um, and so all those things God begins to show us and convict us of when we study the word. Yes. Right. And. And we feel like sometimes, gosh, that feels like so much and it's so overwhelming, but really it has the opposite effect. Right. Mm-hmm. What's overwhelming is trying to do everything in our own strength. Yes. That's right. The, but the more we can place our faith in God mm-hmm. in this area and 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 giving him more and more and more, releasing it instead mm-hmm. of us trying to carry it or mm-hmm. us trying to control it yes. or us trying to change it. Right. Instead, the more and more we release to him, that's growing our faith that's helping us to trust him more, mm-hmm. you know, and if we can trust him in the, the little things, we can trust him in the big things. Right. That's right. And so over time, we just continue to grow and grow and grow, but we don't even know if we're being obedient or not no. if we don't know scripture. That's mm-hmm. right. And I think that's key too, because you said study scripture, yeah, not just read scripture, right? because sometimes when you just talk about reading scripture, that might be just checking a box off Mm. you know i oh i went and read a chapter but do you understand it reading studying me you know when you actually study the word you're reading to understand you're picking it apart you're digging deeper and that is what exercises your faith muscle because when you start to understand then you can apply that you know, that's of right. the word and that deepens your faith. And, and you know, I'll add even one more thing to that. I saw just yesterday, um, uh, Adrian Rogers daughter posted a video of him. And when he was saying, that's not even enough mm. to study God's word. You don't need to know God. You don't need to just study the scripture. You need to get to know God, mm-hmm. you know, and he was talking about having that personal relationship. It's not a head knowledge, right? It's a heart knowledge. Mm-hmm. And so right. it's like reading it and studying it and understanding what it means and then engaging him in it. Mm-hmm. Okay, Lord. Right. Like when you get on your knees and you, you pray and you say, okay, God, like I'm reading this and this is who I see that you are like studying the Studying the Bible is really how we get to know who God is. Right. We get to see his wrath. We get to see his love. We get to see all those things, right? Mm-hmm. And so his mercy, his grace, his all those, how he forgives. And mm-hmm. um, so as we're getting to we're getting to know him, not just, you know, I know that John three sixteen says right. but that we know that God sent his son for me. That's right. You know, so that I could, if I accepted him, that I could experience, you know, like we have to, it's a relationship growing. It's not reading a biography. Yeah. Per se, where we're just gaining head knowledge. Mm-hmm. It's heart knowledge where we, we want to read it and study it and fall in love. Yeah. yeah. And I, with think Jesus. That it's, I think it's important that we be real right now yeah. about like, you know, we can 
studied the Bible, we can you know do all these things, and we want you to do all these things. But I think that there's a point where we can just come to God and say, God, help me, yes, to have faith, right? Help me to know and grow in Your Word, right? Help me to to have fruitful prayers, to really pray, you know, and prayer is such a huge part of faith because prayer is just essential as the air we breathe. Yes. I mean, yes. so just bringing it to him. And it's communing with him. That's right. Yes. And so when we just come and say, you know, God, help me mm-hmm. to to increase my faith, help show me how to increase it. He will. Yes. He will. And, and I think that, that there's no problem with us going and just yelling, help. That's oh, right. right. I need help with this. Yes. You know, instead of thinking that we've got to do this all on our own, it's this part of that surrender. Mm-hmm. I need faith. I just surrender it all. Yeah. Yeah. And we need this faith. We we gain it in our spiritual walk and relationship mm-hmm. with God to be lived out right now. Right. In our relationships with our families, on our job. It's not just faith to just have faith to say, I love God. We talk every morning, yeah. you know, and I have the mind of Christ. Well, how are you using that? How does that faith work when you get um, a notice in the mail that you are two weeks behind uh-huh. on whatever? How does that faith work when your child has been accepted to university? They've only received so much in scholarships and you don't have the money to cover the difference. How does that faith work when you're you're driving and two of your tires are bald and you don't have the resources. Mm-hmm. Yes. It, it So it has to be transferable. Yeah. It's not just faith that's stored up in a bank, your spiritual bank. It has to come into play. It has to be used. That's right. Ooh, I love that. And so it's an it, active participation. Absolutely. He is an ever present help, right? In times of trouble too. And so he's present in the present right he's not just going to be present in the future yeah and he wasn't just present in our past he is present in our present right that's where we interact with him that's where we get to know him and engage with him is right now right right this moment right right with whatever you're walking through yeah even if it's a waiting period i'm Mm -hmm. thinking that's just kind of what i kind of wrote down in some of my just jotting down some notes because I feel like I've been in a long waiting period myself. Yeah. And so like, and we just had a, our last podcast about difficult situations, but in our waiting periods, like if you're waiting on an answer to mm-hmm. prayer or you're waiting on your next assignment, what you're supposed to do next, what job you're supposed to take, are you supposed to take that business? I mean, start that business in that waiting period, he builds our faith muscle. Because we have to continue to worship him. Yeah. We yes. continue to praise him. We continue to not falter. Mm-hmm. We continue to run the race, keep our focus, like we talked about a second ago, on Jesus. Yeah. So if you're in the waiting period, 
which I think we all kind of are in some way. Mm-hmm. You know? Sure, yeah. You know, we, we maybe we're waiting for this phase of life to be over. Like, I don't want to change any more diapers. <laughs> no, you know, don't waste it away. But I understand in the moment. Yes. I think we're in the waiting period. Right. Keep running the race. Keep worshiping him through it. Right. He's going to be with you in the fire and in the... Uh, he's going to build that faith muscle. Yeah. So you can look back and see what he's taught you in that season of life. That's right. And so I find myself still here in the waiting. It, we, we had to sign a new contract for the rent house. Yes. By now, I thought I would have moved in, you know, established uh, great boundaries with my neighbors. Yes, we have been there a year. So the faith that builds... God, it's coming. We went land looking yesterday. Um, and so getting excited again, but then at the same time, tempering it yes. in your timing, God. Yes. You know, the perfect spot will be available for Gerald and I. And so now I'm, and it's when I start thinking three months down the road, six months, okay, if we bought land tomorrow, it's still going to take eight, nine months to build and the way things are with shipping, you know, more than that and and the way prices are. And so does that diminish my faith? No, God, you said you will do it in your timing. So how do I look during this waiting period? How does my faith look? Yeah. And that's what a lot of you need to know. During this waiting season, during this time when um, God has made the promise, I am standing on the promise. How do I act today? That's right. What What does that look like? That looks like you get up, you go to work, you have your devotion, you drink your coffee, you are not anxious, you have a sense of his peace and calmness on the inside. I mean, I go back to Abraham a lot um, with the promise of having a child. I go back to Moses with the promise of leading the people to the promised land. None of that happened overnight. Years and years and years. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Yes. Even if we want to say um, with Daniel being in the lion's den, that wasn't overnight experience but i'm thinking that had to be the longest eight to ten hours of his life yeah how do we build our faith or use our faith during those moments yeah daniel went to sleep that's right (laughs) rest in him yes be still Mm -hmm. and know be still and know and then, you know, and we said, we've said this before, but this is something that God's been bringing back to my mind as I'm in a, in a waiting period in a season of graduating a high schooler and just doing all the things And the, the version, uh, message version says, cease striving. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Striving. Surrender. Surrender. Mm-hmm. That's right. And I think that we go back to, as we, you know, kind of going back to one of the last points, even the apostles in Luke. 17.5 says, Lord, increase our faith. Mm-hmm. Help me. Yes. Our faith. Yeah. And that's a concept that we don't really think about. And when we ask God for everything in the vending machine and give me the, you know, the Funyuns and give me all of this, you know, 
But we don't think about asking him to increase our faith. Mm. If the apostles themselves did that, then we can surely do it mm. ourselves. Yes. yes. When I'm with my daughter and her children and they, at nighttime, we go in there to say their prayers and stuff and they each one pray individually. Um, you know, they always say, help me love you more. Aww. Like these little bitty children saying, God, help me love you more. You know, help me know you more. And, and that's really our prayer for us, mm. right? That's what we should be praying. Lord, help me to love you more. Yeah. You know, help me to know you more. Help me to surrender more of me to more of you. Help me say yes to you. Help me Mm -hmm. to obey you and walk in obedience to you. And, you know, so often God calls us, our faith grows because he calls us out of our comfort zone. Mm -hmm. And and he calls us to where we can't do it in our own strength. We have to rely on him in order to do what he's asking us to do. And so, and, and it's just the little things. Yes. Like your friend is telling you, what she's going through and you want to pray for her, but you're terrified. Mm -hmm. And so that is an act of obedience that will grow your faith and her faith. If you will just say, Hey, can I just pray for you right now? Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to say anything elaborate. You just repeat back what she said. Mm -hmm. My friend is hurting Lord, you know, every detail of her situation. Mm -hmm. I am just asking that you would reveal yourself to her, that she would feel your presence she would feel your comfort and your love. Yeah. Lord, please be with her during this hard time. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. It's not, that's not hard. That is exactly probably what you're thinking. Right. And what you want to ask on her behalf. And so if you do it, it will grow your faith. Yeah. It will grow her faith. Yeah. You know, if if you're in a tough situation at work and you feel God prompting you to speak up, Mm-hmm. And to say, hey, I am not comfortable with this. I'm not okay. I think there's a better way to do this. You know, if you will do what God is asking you to do, it will grow your faith. Mm-hmm. And someone watching you will go, wow, yeah. their faith just grew too. Because yeah, right. they saw that you stood on um, what you know to be right, what right. you know to be good. And so it's, a, it's just stepping out of your comfort zone sometimes, yes, you know, yes. where you raise your hand and just say, yes, Lord, mm-hmm. whatever it is you're asking me to do, I say yes to you. Yeah. That's right. And I just want to hit on a little bit about that, praying with a friend. I think part of faith and growing your faith is who who's your tribe? Who, is, who are the people you're surrounding yourself with? Mm-hmm. Are you... Um, surrounding yourself with people who are helping build your faith or you're seeing them, you know, point you to Jesus? Are you surrounding yourself with people who are just dwindling your faith? Mm. That they are they are just pointing you to all the things the world has to offer. And I think that you can help build, uh, faith building is people who you surround yourself with yeah. that point you to Jesus. Mm-hmm. And that builds your faith. If you are if you are surrounding yourself with people who are draining Ooh. you, then that is not going to be faith building. <laughs> you know, <laughs> or maybe they're a ton of fun. You know, maybe they're a ton of fun and you love hanging out with them. But then there's this, this, right? What is it in your spirit? Mm-hmm. This prompting in your spirit where you're like, oh yeah, this is not what I'm yeah. supposed to be doing. Yeah. Like I'm drinking too much. I'm partying too much. I'm gossiping too much. I'm talking smack about my husband or I'm, you know, like all the things that you're like, why am I doing? Mm, right. Why am I doing these yeah. things? Mm-hmm. You know, why am I thinking, you know, why am I going to these places? Why am I acting like this is so important? Things that aren't, things I really don't even want to do. Okay. I love when Paul said, why do I do what I don't want to do? <laughs> and why don't I do what I know I should do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's, that means that's a good like ding, 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 pay attention yeah. 
go get on your knees and just say, Lord, help me. That's mm-hmm. right. Help me. You're showing me. I shouldn't be doing that. Mm-hmm. Help me not do it. Right. Yeah. Help me to not do so it. I think it's important to the, the people that you surround yourself with are looking to build their faith. Yes. And they're seeking to help you build yours yes. as well because we surround ourselves with people who build us up in right. Christ. And so maybe it's a good time to look at your buckets. I call mm-hmm. them buckets, but your your inner circle of people uh-huh. and then your acquaintances or your village. I mean, I'm sorry, your village and then your acquaintances. You have kind of different buckets. And mm. and so are you building your relationships with faith building people? Because God tells us, right, that iron iron sharpens iron. iron. That's right. So if you're in a situation where you just know that each weekend is just a party and it's just, you know, and I'm not saying that being a Christian is not fun. It is not. A ton of fun. (laughs) You can still have fun. Mm -hmm. But surround yourself with people who are faith building people. Yeah. And that's biblical, do? too. I think yeah. it's important for us to say that, that that's being obedient to Christ, yes. is to have like-minded friends. Yes. We are to do that. You yes. know, just like look at the disciples. They traveled in a pack, right? Right. And so it's good to surround yourself. And as much as we want to pull other people up, if we're not careful, they will lead us astray. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Over and over again, we're like, man, I haven't even been to church and I don't know how long, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, because my friends aren't going right, and so I kind of stopped going. So it's just, um, it's just really surrendering, right? Yeah, you know, remembering that you know Jesus was enough to save us, right? He is yeah. also enough to sustain us. That's yeah. right. No matter what we're going through, yeah. and He will build our faith. He will, yeah. and so. Um, a challenge to help you remember the surrender. And I read this, I'm I'm borrowing from another author, Frog, fully rely on God. And that's um, that's just surrendering, relying on him to um, help you with your tribe, your community, those people that should be a part of your inner circle. And then I challenge you to find a promise that fits your current um, situation mm-hmm. and use that as a faith building opportunity. The Bible's full of promises that um, take care of everything that we could possibly experience in our life. If you take one and start exercising that promise of scripture, you will see your faith grow. Yeah. We hope that you have just glean one pearl of wisdom, at least from this podcast. And we would love for you to share this podcast with a friend, someone you know that um, might need to hear these words today. So would you uh, share, like, and share our podcast? Also, we would love for you to leave us a review. This just helps more listeners gain uh, knowledge of who we are at Engage for More. So if you like and share our podcast, that would be great. And also, we'd love to hear from you and maybe some future podcasts that you'd love to hear, topics that you'd like to hear about. So make sure to get in contact with us at engageformore.com.